This is Hope FM. 16 minutes after 8 here on the Hope FM Breakfast Show. That's Al Stewart and Year of the Cat. Uh, well, at the start of the show, I promised you our interview this morning is with John Vic Weaver, who's Head of Resort Marketing at Rents at ECB Council. And John joins me on the line now. Good morning, John. Good morning. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, nice, nice, lovely, bright day today, so I can't complain. Excellent. Well, welcome to Hope FM. Now, um, tell me, how does the marketing events team assist the local tourism sector? Well, my, my main role in the team that I have is, is what we call destination management. So we work with all the different sectors, accommodation sector, attraction sectors, all our businesses to try and make sure that we plan and sort of deliver the best possible offer we can, both for um, visitors, but also actually, as in, more importantly, as or equally as importantly, with, with residents, because actually this offer is, is, is as much for the benefit of those people and their friends and family as is people who come down here. And, our, and my main drive is my, with my team is actually promoting the destination to two people, primarily in the UK, to come down and enjoy sort of the offer of Bournemouth Christchurch and Paul. And also the sort of the broader offer into Dorset and into the New Forest. So that's sort of one side of what we do in terms of the destination mm. destination side of the marketing world. And the, the event side, well, our team, very enthusiastic team, um, they organise the Air Festival with Air Festival Christmas Tree Wonderland. They do the Bournemouth Bay Run. Um, but they also make sure that all the big events that happen on the parks, gardens, open spaces on the seafront, um, right the way across Bournemouth, Christchurch and Pool, whether it's community organisers, funfair operators, they do so in a way that it actually is make sure it's enjoyable and safe for everybody uh, who visits. So we sort of oversee over 500 events every year wow. to make sure that actually they're done. So quite a wide scope. Now, I guess um, we live in a, a very strange world. I think we, we all recognise that at the moment, don't we? What would you say the main impacts of the COVID-19 outbreak have been on your department? Well, the most most of the time when it closed down happened, we were just having to assess what we were going to have to stop, what we were going to have to not do, um, and on the event side, you know, we're deciding how what events could go ahead, if any, and then putting putting those assessments together. Um, and it mm. was if it, most of the time just shutting things down, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, that's been the thing, and doing it, doing so gradually as we, as as the COVID sort of developed, and realised actually this wasn't going to be for a few weeks. This is going to be for a few months, and and maybe even longer. So most of the time was dealing with that, um, and then on the other side was obviously from the marketing side was trying to tell people actually we all don't come down here. Particularly obviously uh, when when the things started to open up a little bit, we had to sort of try and manage that as best as we could, and talk to our visitors who we who we who we converse with over our sort of different media channels about what we're doing mm. so we've been in that sort of or re, that initially that closed down and then there was sort of what we call the reset mode and then we're now into this sort of recover slow recover mode oh, yeah. response and recover mode um so that's what we're sort of that's how that's how we're sort of having to work and, and approach everything and you talk of recovery which you know it is great that gradually things seem to be opening up and I know I'll, as I'm travelling uh, backwards and forwards to work having worked through the lockdown that certainly the volume of traffic is increasing what sort of strategies are you using in, in, if you like in order to recover and move forward now this lockdown is easing 
Well, the main, the, the sort of the main way we're approaching it is to identify the audiences who are likely to want to initially come out and and visit the town, and and are making sure that what we offer, very importantly, is is is, is the safest possible environment. And there are three sort of core messages that we start, and as you can appreciate, some of you more challenging than others. We talk about confidence, and we talk about confidence the visitor to come down to the, to the destination and have a good time. But we also talk about the confidence of, of local people that, mm. that, it, that we can provide that. And, and as you know, that's been quite a challenge with what, with what happened a few weeks ago. Mm. But that's equally important that they have confidence. And then we talk about third strand, which is confidence of the of the people who work in the industry as well, that they are that, that, that they are also feel that they can that it's a place where they can work safely and, and provide that experience. So those are our three strands. And, and then we have been able to develop itineraries, which we're trying to do, which, which provide the visitor with the type of experience, which is, um, shall we say, COVID-free, things you can do that you, you never thought about doing, um, more out, out, obviously out, more outdoor than indoor, um, you know, working on things like exploration around the area and walking, uh, around uh, so those sort of activities and ex- exploring, exploring is the sort of things we've been looking at. Um, but it's a, it's a different environment, yeah. and uh, we just want to assure people that it's a safe environment for them to come and visit and also to enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know that you know. Often, we a lot of us are saying, aren't we, in, in a post-COVID world, how how is it going to look like? Um, if you can cast your mind into the future, how do you think that the local area? will improve and what can it do to improve its offer in in a in a post-covid world in a, in a post-covid world i i think that um we have to make sure that we're showing that we can be reactive to whatever does happen in the future um in terms of that offer we've got to be more flexible in that off in the offer that we that we give and uh it is it is about creating that confidence uh, i think the the offer is again is out it's going to be probably ironically as much outdoor driven as it is indoor driven yeah. um so that's going to be that's going to be a, a piece the, the big question for me i suppose in the future is what's the future of the major events in, in in outdoor events in particular you know whether we can ever bring those back and i think we can but it all depends on you know how 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 we as a, a country and as a globally how we are able to control this virus yeah. So we're having to put we have we're having to think very very differently, and, and we'll also be looking at new ways of looking at our audiences. And we've discovered that that there are that different audiences have different levels of of confidence in their own in, in the safety in the area which is the environment. Some people are very very concerned and won't leave their their uh, their um, their houses because of the concerns. On the other other extreme, get people who just who just want to go out and, and, and don't really worry about it. And in between, there's a range of different audiences yeah. now. So we've got to look at audiences in a different way, not just about what they offer, but actually making sure that what we offer is in the environment that they feel they can come out and, and, and enjoy. Hope FM, a voice for the community. So, John, just tell us briefly, maybe those who've just joined us, um, what you do in terms of Head of Resort Marketing and Events at the Council. Yeah, well, my main job is two areas, really marketing the whole of the destination, primarily the UK market, and sort of managing and working with the industry to provide the best possible offer. And then so we also run all the sort of major events, including the Air Festival, Christmas Tree One Land Day Run, and mm. make sure that all the land, all the events that are organised on the council's land is sort of managed properly and uh, by all the different, different organisations. So 
busy, busy, busy. Of course, in a uh, COVID world, how are we doing at the moment? How is the tour industry coping at the moment locally? It's doing okay. Is is the is sort of the, the the honest answer? Looking at looking around, looking at the accommodation sector, there are people that seem to be doing better than others. Looking at more themed and sort of niche market areas, those hotels are doing better. The, the broad budget value ones are doing okay. Others are, are are getting there very slowly, but it's a good, it's a reasonably slow take up. I think people are just just starting to sort of stick their head out the window and and just explore and and gradually i think you'll see an improvement as we go into sort of july and august um and uh it, it is slow though and i think uh, that's a quite quite an interesting one i think that's mm. not to do with the offer but just to do with people's confidence absolutely now of course it's been in the national press a lot uh this year i think a majority of us including i think myself and my family don't see us going abroad the staycation seems to be very much back in vogue um that's great but let's say in a, in a couple of years time um you know things have moved on we've moved into a post-covid world things are a lot better how do we compete as a as a as a town um against the the sort of typical um, elephant in the room i'm going to call it the, the two-week spanish costa holiday how do we how do we compete well, I think uh, if you go back pre-COVID, and we were competing in that in, in that particular in, in environment, um, and the one of the ways we know we have a very strong day visitor market with the, on the sort of the beach side of things, mm. but, and, and we do have a reasonable st- uh, stay as well. But we 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 work on actually having a broad base of, of audience that comes to Bournemouth, Christchurch, and Pool, and we don't just specialise in one area. You know, we've got that holiday sector, and it, it and and we have, as I said before, the exploration sector, the the, the events. That's the big thing. Obviously, is a big challenge for us in the future. And I think with COVID, as we return, we need to reanimate the towns and and engage with the communities to provide those events that are attractive to people. Um, we have actually a very good attractions. Um, uh, offer, offer uh, but actually it's not necessarily in the, the centre of Bournemouth Christchurch and Paul it's out there actually in Dorset and the New Forest mm. and anything from the sort of Bovington Tank Museum and, we, and it's a great offer there and I've talked previously about the exploration offer you know fantastic we have Christchurch Estuary, Paul Harbour we've got obviously we've got all the all the parks in the sort of Bournemouth area then, then we go out into North Dorset mm. and Salisbury and Winchester and New Forest and Brock it's a fantastic diverse offer that appeals to a, a wide audience base and then we've got international education again a challenge at the moment because we've got to get pe- people coming from abroad and that's our main sort of overseas market offer so as we emerge and and, and hopefully we'll merge out of covid and, and everything that does open up we re-establish those those markets um and we have to make sure the offer is also mm. always prepared for any any COVID return, and that's how we that's how we sort of move forward. I think. Brilliant. Um, thinking of you know today, what's sort of open and what's closed in terms of our our main our main attractions? Well, the the, the majority of the outdoor attractions that are are, are open, if you go on the seafront, you've got Oceanarium and you've got Russell Coates, um, and 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 in Bournemouth as an example that are, that are opening. All of our beach offers, majority of our restaurants and. But are starting to open now. Some have been a bit hesitant to see what's going on. Some are still some are still closed. Um, and then you know, then you've got the things that are still still sort of just about coming through. Our theatres, cinemas are starting. Obviously, are opening up slowly. Um, you're not going to get the concert venues like BIC for some time. They're not mm. going to be open open at all. So for, for, for a few 
for a month, I would imagine. But most things are open. I wouldn't say every, and some people have been more, some businesses have been more adventurous than others. Others are still sort of waiting and, and some aren't financially viable. Um, they, they sort of, the, the, the capacities they need just don't make them, make them viable. Yeah. Um, particularly some of the larger nightclubs, for example, for, for, for in, in town and things like that. They just won't be opening at the moment. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've had the national press uh, recently talking about new powers that they're going to give the councils uh, from central government, you maybe to close beaches, close parks, etc. Um, do you think this is going to help us manage tourism better, or is it really a, ultimately a threat um, in, into local tourism in terms of economic, in the economic sense? I think if you have any form of closure, it's going to be, uh, it, it, which is right, if you have to, is is, is going to be um, a difficult thing for any business, whether it's in the tourism industry, any sector is going to. But I think it's important, and, and hopefully, um, if there is going to be lockdowns and closed down, we'll, we'll see what happens with Leicester, that they are, the idea behind it is it's short and sharp and sweet and out again, out the other side. And then we're not going to have this big lockdown of several months. So, yes, it's going to have impact. And that's something that um, until we get a vaccine sorted out, that's something that businesses yeah. will be having to try and um, uh, try and deal with. But everybody will know that we can't we can't uh, delay. We, we can see them, see, see, see the consequences of, of, of what happens. And, and we just yeah. can't do that. It's got to be sure and sharp. So, yeah, it's going to be impact. It's going to be a difficult environment, but it has to be done. And, Absolutely. And it would be worse if we waited and waited. Absolutely. Um, now, how can potential visitors plan their trip better? I think planning is, particularly in this kind of environment that we are living in, is absolutely important. And um, sort of what, in terms of extra preparations, um, can they put in place in order to make sure their experience to the coast, to the offers that we have locally, is going to go well and uh, is managed perfectly? Well, I think, the, 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 obviously, we the majority of people who um, come down um, always use the, the, the sort of the, web, the website is obviously the big thing. So Bournemouth is Bournemouth.co.uk. In uh, in Pool, it's PoolTourism.com. Christchurch is Christchurch Tourism, and uh, Dorset is it Dorset, um, and that gives you all the information about what's on, what what who, who's you know that we, we actually have the Visit Britain accreditation scheme, so you can find out which businesses and attractions have reached that sort of COVID accreditation or COVID accreditation scheme, which helps to make you feel better about yourself. In terms of preparation, there's the working with the businesses, there's lots of, um, they will give you, particularly if you're coming down for a stay visit, they will be telling you to uh, what you need to prepare in, in terms of making sure you, you've got you, you've got all your information, your personal information that you come down with and checking with the, always check with the accommodation provider to know what they're expecting of you. They will let you know about that. I think to our tourists, to any visitor down here, we we, we want them to state in the obvious um, social distancing is still around, making sure that they that they comply with the requirements in the hotels, some places they have to wear face masks in certain environments and they'll be given those briefings. So make sure you talk to your accommodation provider if you're coming down and make sure you go into the website, our websites as well, and that'll give you information about what what you should be aware of when you when you're uh, coming down uh, to the um, to the uh, uh, to, to the coast and NHS has actually some good guidelines, action cards they're releasing or, or what, for what people can do, what, what they can look out for. So there's plenty of information out there. For more inspirational interviews, podcasts, and Hope FM best bits, visit hopefm.com forward slash listen again.